Hi guys, this is Sarah. And this is Katrina Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the feds. feds. FedWork is the modern day background check. And we encourage people to feed empowerment daily. And, and you're, you're now, now listening, listening to, to FedWork. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi. I remember going to an HBCU football game and it was one of the most memorable experiences of my life. Watching HBCU's team and band bring so much excitement to a stadium packed with fans was definitely a once in a lifetime opportunity. And you know what? The best part of it all is that Pepsi is a proud supporter of HBCU students on and off the field. Pepsi and HBCUs, that is exactly what I like. Hey guys, welcome to FedWork. I'm Katrina Joe, And I'm Sarah. And it is the end of the year, guys. How? <laughs> we survived. Well, yeah, but like barely. <laughs> Girl, for real, I barely survived 2021. Like it is just, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. I'd say there were really solid positives though. And then there were really like negative negatives as every year but this year just hit different you know it did and it it felt gnarly I think because coming out of 2020 we thought like okay it can't get worse than this <laughs> and then it did oh my extent. god and then it got a little better and then it's like oh no just kidding we we might go back yeah it's kind of like 2021 was up a mountain and then coming back down a mountain and we're about to go in the valley of 2020 again and that's why it's called 2022, like 2020 also. <laughs> Part two. Part two. Yes. Insane. I think that we're both very blessed to still be here and to be able to be doing things that we love. And I'm just trying to look at all the positives because there's a whole hell of a lot of negatives that I could be focusing on and I'm trying really hard not to. Right, right. Well, in that, with us still being here, mm-hmm. you're going to circle back and do another fed work 15. <laughs> it's kind I of fun when we put each other in the hot seat. But we're doing it a little differently this time. So last time we did it, we were testing each other's knowledge on each other, right? Yeah, like how well we knew each other. Right. And this time we're kind of doing questions that we think the people should know about each other. Or that I just want to fucking know, to be honest. Well, that's true too. But like... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like we're trying to give it a, give the people a little, a little something different. Yeah. hundred percent. So Sarah, will you pull a quickie with me? Like I have another option. (laughs) (laughs) We could just not do it. And then this whole episode would just be scratched. You're like, no, Katrina, I'm not answering any questions. It's a hard no for me. Thanks. Hard pass. No, I'm I'm an open book. You already know that. Ask away. I'll be as honest as I can. Okay, and you need to answer them as fast as you can. All right, here we go. Don't roll your eyes at me. (laughs) And this time, there's no point system. So you are getting 15 out of 15, okay? I'm a winner this this time. You're already a winner. There's no way that you can lose. Oh, winner, winner, chicken dinner, except I don't eat chicken. Let's go. Okay, goodbye. Done. Cut. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, are you ready? No, but let's go. All right. First question. If you could pick one word to describe your year, what would it be? Fuck. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'll go with it. (laughs) Uh, Question number two, who would you most like to quarantine with? Hmm. 
Well, I quarantined with myself and I don't want to do that again. So me is not the answer. There's a guy with a nickname that would be, that would have been a good time. What is the nickname? Not saying it. The people need to know the nickname. I'm sure we've talked about him on an episode. Potentially. Okay. So say the nickname. This Mm -mm. is a safe space. No, you're right. It's not a safe space. It is a safe space. The Fed family is a safe space. When I found out that they listen. I mean, you have a podcast for people to listen to. I know, but okay. I'm going to change my answer then. Eminem. (laughs) I think I was authentic, but I'll go with it. I mean, who wouldn't want it? Hello. That's that's probably more. That wasn't your first authentic answer. Anyways, moving on. Moving on. Question number three, out of all the episodes we've done, what is one thing that FedWork has taught you? Hmm. I I feel like I've learned a lot of things, like a whole lot, especially about myself. One thing I will say, though, is that although FedWork can be liberating when you need it, it can also be detrimental when you don't. And realizing that growth has happened and that fed work in its original context uh, may not be the answer. You might get a better solution. There may be a better approach if you actually manned up and had conversations with people rather than trying to find the answer out on your own when possible. So I think that's what I learned. Amazing. Question number four, you've always felt a deep connection to places in Europe. Why? There's something to be said about the journey. And I feel like when I'm there, I'm absorbing the culture and the food and the people and the history of where I am and the buildings and everything. And I'm I'm constantly inspired. And I think I'm forever craving the inspiration and forever craving that feeling of maybe it's belonging. And I feel like that's a place where I really belong at least along my journey at some point. So yeah, there's just, I have a very deep connection there. I'm I'm not sure I can actually put it into words, but there's a level of peace and exhilaration and like pureness and love that I have the second that I touched down there, anywhere there. Question number five, you have five minutes to get ready for a date you've been wanting to go on forever. What are you throwing on? All black. I'll I'll describe it. (laughs) I'll do a black, my black silk tank. It's like an easy go-to tuck front, tuck it into a pair of black leather or faux leather leggings. I have a few pairs that I would throw on with thigh high boots and a leather jacket draped over me. Or if it's in the winter, I would have my new Teddy coat because it's super cute and comfy and probably like a cute small bag. Are we wearing any underwear? We're not wearing underwear on purpose. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, I'd have, um, I'd have probably like a lace black pair of something and okay. no bra. Ew. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Question number six, hot chocolate or hot tea? No, oh, bitch. In 2022, hot tea. The remainder of this year, hot chocolate. Okay. I like that. Number seven, FedWork stemmed from our group chat that we call Second <laughs> <laughs> What character are you? 
in my dreams, like if I were to say like who I, who I aspire to be, it's Carrie, but I feel like I have a little bit of each of them in me and it depends on the day, the mood, who I'm around on what comes out. I have my Charlotte moments. I have my Miranda. I'm a lawyer. Let me put my foot down on some shit moments. I have my Samantha. Oops. Did I do that moments? But in general, I feel like Carrie really is who I am. You know, if, if I'm ever able to, to truly be everything that I think I am. Did you watch the new episodes? Can't talk about it. Insane. I just, I'm very disappointed in the work that Charlotte's had. Um, It's very distracting. It is Uh, very distracting. It's very distracting. And I feel like she forgot how to be Charlotte. I don't think that Charlotte's as authentic as Charlotte was before. I think Carrie's pretty much the same. I'm missing a little bit of her feistiness though. I'm assuming we'll see that in the next couple episodes. And I really think that we're missing Samantha. Samantha added, Mm -hmm. yeah, the funny little ad libs and the, you know, that personality. So, well, and I don't, I'm not a fan of the way that they diversifying. I don't think that they did a good job. I think that it feels forced instead of them actually building into the characters and having them actually tie in and making a storyline that makes sense. I understand what they're doing, but I think they're doing a very bad job of actually depicting real life. What do you mean by that? Like, what do you mean by diversified? They're, they, they made a point to have a more across sexually. They made a point to have more inclusivity there. They never had a black character before. And now, you know, they're, they're attempting to do that. And I think that they're rather than creating an organic storyline that may have stemmed five years, 10 years prior and incorporating that and bringing it in. It feels very forced, like, oh, we need to do this. And I feel like they lost, they missed the boat on their ability to actually develop deep characters and develop something that really truly is a true storyline and a true friendship. Or, you know, I feel like they're throwing things in to try to check off boxes. And that's really disappointing. I wish they would have done a good job of, of doing a true showcase of what the world what the world really looks like yeah so and that was our show that's why I'm saying it's just it's it's hard and like like I said I'm hoping that as it goes maybe they're just getting the kinks out and like you know working through that but I I think it's going to be very interesting to see how they attempt to actually build these storylines out to be anything of substance because right now they're very surface and that's disappointing okay okay in my opinion how do you feel I only saw the first two. I was disappointed in the first episode due to just what happened. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I do think Samantha not being a part of it is a huge void there in regards to just like dialogue, personality, and energy between the characters. And I agree that, you know, Charlotte's face can be a little distracting. But I mean, I'll always love Carrie. So I'm not as, and I don't know if it's because of the time that's passed from it. I'm not mm-hmm. as obsessed with it as I was before. Like I was obsessed with the movie. I, I can still rewatch that movie over and over again. I can rewatch all of the originals 5 million times. This one, I'm kind of like, okay, a new one came out. Cool. And I don't know if it's because how different it is. And, you know, things are completely different. We're missing characters. People are in and out. You know, I won't give it away if you haven't watched it. But 
yeah, it's just different. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's going to have the longevity that Sex and the City had. Because yeah. I didn't watch Sex and the City when it first came out. I wasn't old enough. Yeah. And so it was, um, and I would have never related to the characters or understood it, you know, in the way that I, do, I did as an adult watching it. And right. I feel like there's just, there's something that's seriously off. And it could be a huge thing to do with Samantha not being there and the energy there. Or it could just be poor writing and poor planning and execution. I'm not sure. But I, I feel the same. That, the I'll fashion. never rewatch these episodes. Yeah, the fashion is still on point. I'm literally constantly like researching what Carrie's wearing because oh. I'm like, I need that. I need that. I need that. Of course. Of yeah. course. Okay. Moving on. Question number eight. What is your guilty pleasure? I will say my guilty pleasure. I have a few. Hot chocolates. Gotta stop them. Ordering from this place that I used to work at when I was in high school and it's yummy, but really bad for you. And I do it when I'm having a bad day and I just need to feel better. It's called Olga's, not something I should be eating, going against everything I'm supposed to eat. What kind of food is it? It's um, fast, casual, Mediterranean, Greek, but like all things I shouldn't eat. Gluten, cheese, it's fatty. It's like, there's literally nothing beneficial about it, except that it's like a... It takes me back to like when I used, you know, and it's the best hangover, best hangover food, hands down. Your comfort I'll take food. you there when you're here. And then lastly, rewatching like series that I like. Like I, I just, I'm back through Shit's Creek again, back through, you know, just rewatching things. I think is something that I do. Would that be a guilty pleasure? I think so. Yeah. It's a waste of my time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Question number nine. This might be my favorite one. Oh, Lord. I'm not ready. Looking back on your dating experience, what is your biggest takeaway to date? Oh, look at that pun. Did you do did that you on purpose? see what I did there? You did that on purpose? Look at you wanting all the clout. Okay. I'm just like witty, you know? Once. I'm proud of your, <laughs> your one witty comment. I've gotten better. Well, I, I, hope so. I, I have witnesses as well. Okay. Well, I hope so. Okay, this is a good one because it's something I've been pondering on a lot lately. If I feel something, say something. Don't worry about your pride. Don't worry about any outside influences or any outside you know, potential issues because regretting a conversation that you'll never get to have again is something I don't, I don't wish on anybody. And I think that that's probably the, the biggest takeaway is like, don't worry about if you're going to sound too available or don't worry about if you're going to, you know, regret that later and maybe you won't talk to them again. Like you'll regret not saying it later. I promise you. So that's my, that's my takeaway. Love that. Say what's on your heart. Mm-hmm. And ask the questions. Like don't, don't sit back and be like, Oh, well maybe he'll just do it. Or maybe he'll just say like, no just say what it is if you have a question ask it if you if you feel something say it if you're not comfortable in that spot anymore leave like just being more aware and honest and true to yourself because like I said you won't always have the ability to fix that later awesome question number 10 what is one personal goal you have for the new year well every year my goal is to touch at least one new country that year so I've done it every year since 2014. So that goal will continue. Additionally, 
there's a level of happiness and like fulfillment that was lacking this year that I have every bone in my body craving. And so I feel like just figuring out the answers and finding my way to that is the goal for this year more than anything else. Like, of course I want my businesses to be successful, you know, all, all the normal things, but I do think that like getting to that place that I know is attainable and I'm just not there yet. That's the goal. Amazing. These next few ones are finish the sentence. Okay. So starting with, I love my family. I miss my life in LA. I'm praying for peace. I'm grateful for the journey. And last question, FedWork 15 for Sarah. What are your hopes for FedWork in 2022? I hope that, you know, we did a lot of growth this year. We're in 13 new countries, which is awesome. I feel like for 2022, I just want the forward motion that we're already kind of working on. I would love to have additional production involvement, you know, with some someone from the outside. I think that would be really cool and would bring a different level to the show than what we are already, you know, doing and building. I would like to see some of our goals that we had when we started happening. Like I'd love to, by the end of, by the end of 2022, I would love to have started our, our panel series. I think that that's something that we'll be really good at. And that I think would be really good for the show and yeah, just continued growth. You know, that's all we can, we're just chugging along, you know, chug, chug, chug up the little hill, like, like Thomas. Yes. I hope that the upward hill continues, but with a little bit more, umph behind us and we we reach the goals that we have set out amazing snaps for me thanks for pulling a quickie with me i got like goosebumps right before the last question it was weird so i don't know what what that means did you forget to turn the ac off no i got like goosebumps. <laughs> so i feel like whatever you were about to say about what you wanted was is like you know maybe it was a level of like manifestation behind that Oh, I love that. Well, thank you for the good questions. Yeah, um, go. No, I try. I kind of like do this podcast thing sometimes. So, oh, you have a podcast? That's crazy. I know. I thought about having a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you can look into it. I should. All right. Well, as things go, it is now my turn to ask you some questions. So, KJ, are you ready to pull a quickie with me? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Question number one, your favorite place to travel in the States and in the world? Two-part question. In the States would probably be New York. In the world, Philippines or Paris. You know how I feel about Paris. Yes. Question number two, what is advice that you can't seem to shake or that you choose not to? Always wanting dessert after dinner. I don't know what it is. And I'm always like wanting to do so for numerous reasons, whether it's, I don't need, I can be more frugal or I don't need it. I can cut back on these calories. I don't need these, this sugar and the sweets. And I just have a separate stomach for dessert. And so it doesn't matter how much or how full I am. I'm going to, I'm going to get dessert. 
That's why we're friends. <laughs> okay. Question number three, explain your perfect date. Wake up, play my jazz music with the fireplace in the morning, which I always love to do. He cooks breakfast. It's going to be a whole day date. Okay. Oh, wait. So he stayed over. Okay. So you wake up with him in bed. Okay. Let's, let's start over. Yes. 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 We are already dating at this okay. point. Cooks breakfast. We get ready. We take a drive down PCH. We drive down PCH. We grab coffee in Malibu. We sit on the beach, do a little lunch picnic, hang out, read, talk until sunset. Sunset starts, we pack up, we go to, I'm going to say either Angelini or Bavel is new here in LA and I haven't stopped thinking about it since I went there for the first time, but Angelini has my new favorite truffle pasta in the whole city of Los Angeles. Sorry, Taroni. And <laughs> have dinner there, nice glass of wine or five you come home and you know, the rest is, is history. Why don't you just elaborate for the people? Cuddle. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. <laughs> everyone look, everyone has a different definition of cuddle. Sure. So. Sure. Okay. Question number four, the fashion trend that happened this year that you can't live without. Anything dark green and brown cannot. Green's literally became one of my favorite colors. You can see my nails. The people cannot, mm-hmm. but my nails are green. And just a lot of the nudes. All of the nudes. All of it. I need all of it. Every texture. Leather. Freaking linen. I don't, I don't care. I need it. So that trend for sure. Sounds good. Question number five. Favorite clothing designer or a piece that they designed? Clothing designer. Damn, this is deep. I feel like if I had to go with like a high end and just pick one staple to go with the rest of my life, Mm -hmm. it would either be Louis or YSL. And just because I think they're both super classic. Um, obviously, rest in peace. Virgil did crazy stuff with Louis. And with any brand, I've always been super attracted to the male stuff. Like, I love even just going to the store. And I'm like, why do why do the guys have better clothes than us? You know, Seriously. or like better bags. Like, literally the last bag I bought from Louis is a, male, is a men's bag. Virgil designed only the men's line in Louis Vuitton have the black and gray or the black on black, which I love. And even in their clothes, you know, their accessories, YSL has always been super classic. Even, I mean, black is one of my favorite colors. So the stuff that they do with black, whether it's in clothing, in garments, in purses or accessories, it's still just very classic. You can't ever really get tired of it, even though, you know, if you are looking at all of their black or white stuff, so I would pick, I would pick those two. Okay. What is your guilty pleasure account to follow on IG and why? It's not one account. It is, 
it is the accounts <laughs> that shop on Amazon or that organize things. Like literally the videos that are like, you know, new things you need on Amazon or this is on sale at Amazon or my favorite office office picks from Amazon. Or it's the videos where they're just like putting bottles of things into new bottles of things and then organizing it in other bottles of things in the fridge. I literally, you can ask anyone that's around me. I literally will spend hours watching it and then buying stuff on Amazon to do the same thing. Cause it's just like, I don't know. I get this like peace Zen. I was going to say it's peaceful. (laughs) Yeah. Of organizing and finding all these things that can like make my life easier, whether, you know, via Amazon or just organizing. Amazon did not sponsor this podcast, but (laughs) maybe one day. Right. Right. I mean, I just love it. There's a few accounts that I follow, but like literally my, my explore page is Amazon organizing or cooking. And I'm all great things. I am watching all of those things all the time, saving, bookmarking, putting them in different categories, recipes, all of that. Okay. Pretty much sums you up anyways. Sure. It definitely does. (laughs) (laughs) Question number seven, other than fed work, what is your favorite podcast and why? Super Soul Sunday, Oprah. It's just so good. It's so beautifully curated. She touches on so many different topics. Her guests range from all different walks of life. And I feel like in every episode, you can really find a beautiful takeaway from every single episode. I totally agree. And I appreciate when you send them to me. Yes. Question number eight. What is something you were surprised by in 2021? There was a full circle moment recently that happened. I remember in the beginning stages of this situation, it had to do with work. I was extremely frustrated that I was not even just me, but things were shifting, coming up with new ideas. You know, we're in times that we've never been before. We need to, you know, think on our feet. What's next? Da, 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 all this stuff. I'm coming up with new strategies. I'm, I'm helping just curate new things. And at the time I was like, you know, we really need to do this and it needs to be A, B, and C because we need to provide, you know, whatever it was at the time. And then fast forward to six months later, I had to present something that was a program that I realized I created. And I didn't realize that I created the program until after I was in the seat of like, oh my gosh, this is helping me now to move forward in this avenue. When at the time I was so frustrated that I had to create or brainstorm on this but it all makes sense now. So it was kind of, and I got goosebumps when I was in the middle of like creating this deck and like about to present this whole thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is why, (laughs) this is why I was frustrated. This is why I was the one that they called. This is why I created this, why I had this, you know, vision. And I was at the time looking back, it's like, oh, you were so frustrated over something that is now such a huge tool for you that you are thankful that you went through that for. So having that moment, I kind of, I I actually did have goosebumps in that moment. I just sat in that feeling when you can literally look 
and feel something come full circle, you don't necessarily regret the feeling of frustration or hardship, but it is kind of a eye-opening lesson of like, you never know what you're going through right now that may set you up for even more success in the future. And it may be hard and it may be frustrating or it may be not exactly what you want to do in that moment, but maybe in a week, a year, six months, it's exactly what you needed to get to where you want to go. I love that. Very cool. Very cool. Question number nine. What was your happiest moment this year? Getting my Peloton. (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah, I think, yeah, getting my Peloton. We were very happy when that showed up. Oh my gosh, I could not wait. And before I got the Peloton, I was like going over to my girl's house to use her Peloton. Anytime I went home, I was using my cousins because I didn't think I really needed it. I didn't think I liked it as much. And then I loved it. So I was extremely happy about getting my Peloton. I love it. What is the one thing you're most looking forward to next year in 2022? Growth and change in all areas of life. Snaps for KJ. (laughs) Question number 11. What scares you? Ironically, change as well. Even though it's something that I do look forward to and that is exciting, it's also scary, the, the unknown, you know, not having that security of, of knowing and be able to, being able to plan for change. But yeah, it, it also, you know, is necessary and helps us build, you know, all the skills that we need emotionally, mentally, physically in order to move forward. So as much as I am looking forward to change, it is also scary. Get it. I get it. <laughs> Question number 12. What is your favorite board game? Or card like game to play. I was gonna say, when's the last time I played a board game? Girl, we need to get you some board games. No, because I play like card games and Jenga and you know, cards against humanity. We're not really strangers. Jenga, Tipsy Tower, all these things. But if we're talking When was the last time you played Life or Clue, Monopoly? Okay, so I was gonna say my favorite board games were, I haven't played them in years, Clue. And guess who? Oh, great game. Great. I think I need to buy it. I need to buy it. I think I need to play it again because I loved that They're coming back. Board games are the new it thing. Okay. Um, I I think I'm going to look and see if if I can purchase a guess who who because it was my favorite. You know what we should do? We should get a guess who and we should put our own friends as the faces and see if either of us can guess the right people. That would be. But like with the secrets we know about them. Like. Yeah. Oh, that one guy who... <laughs> <laughs> right, right. My mom just bought me Sorry. How cute. Oh my gosh. Damn, I haven't played that in forever either. I know. So much fun. Question number 13. What is the best self-care act you do daily? And what's the one that you will splurge on occasionally? Daily would have to be like my facial routine as well as like the hot lemon water and sea moss pills. Sarah, did you get yours? No, I didn't even reorder them. I'm not going to lie to you. I can't, I'm not going to get behind this movement. I take them every day. So that is part of my daily routine. I, I hope you get on this train in 2022, Sarah. 
And something that I do splurge on are spa days. Not afraid to do it. I need it. I have a spa membership. I will also go to other spas and pay for other services. I even looked into doing a house call this week (laughs) for other spa services. I will pay for it. And, And nails. Nails have been my new thing in regards to nail art. I'm kind of psycho. I probably get my nails done like once a week. Oh my gosh, Katrina. Yeah, literally my nail ladies every time like, see you next week. I'm like, okay, bye. Like <laughs> all the time because I, it's my one thing. No, it's not. It's my, it's my, it's it, my. It's not your one thing. <laughs> my one thing. My hair is the other thing. I get my yeah. hair done uh, every week and a half, maybe two weeks. As you know, this has been a forever thing. Mm-hmm. And my nails are our thing. Manny Petty's. So what I did when I wanted to splurge and do them every week, because I wanted to feel like I was pampering myself every week, I did my nails one week, pedicure the next week. So every week I was doing something, but I was just doing one or the other. That's cute. I like that. I just, as much as I love having like my feet rubbed and fresh nails, I don't enjoy going to the nail salon. It's right behind your house. It's not. It's like it's so close to your house. You could walk. It is so close, but it's just like it's closer than McDonald's. No, no, no. I don't go to that one anymore. Oh, okay. I go to the my old one downtown. Oh, that's not as close. Oh, yeah. So because the one by my house, they're really great with nail art, but my nails were getting super thin because Mm. they use like different gel and all that, whatever. So. Yeah, I don't enjoy, like, I enjoy going to the salon because it's, like, relaxing and how she, you know, washes my hair and all that. But, like, maybe it's also me being addicted to productivity that I'm, like, when my hands aren't free, I'm, like, okay, hurry up because I need to do an email. (laughs) That's how, that's how I think. Right. On my pedicure, I'm fine. I'll usually play a podcast or, you know, an audio book and zen out. But I don't enjoy... I like the after effect of my nails being done. I don't enjoy the actual process of getting my nails done. So if I can just jam it all in one session, I'm fine. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Question number 14. I love you. Build me a buttercup. I wish you guys could see our faces because I did the cheesiest (laughs) smile ever. I have no makeup on. I did not blow dry my hair and I'm in a hoodie. Just so everyone knows the real me right now. I love it, girl. And the hair wind down. Yeah, for real. And last question of our quickie, question number 15. What are your hopes for FedWork in 2022? I'm not going to hope it because I'm just going to make it happen. going to will it? I'm going to make it happen. We are going to have a dinner series in 2022 that I would like to be focused around empowerment and different topics of conversations that we pick for each dinner. And it would be a multi-city dinner series sponsored by some of our favorite brands. I love it. We've been talking about that for a couple of years. We definitely need to implement it now. You're right. I'm on board. (laughs) I'm going to make it happen. Happening. Thank you for pulling a quickie with me. Of course. That was fun. It was fun. Hopefully you guys got to learn a little bit more about us. Yeah. And we wrapped the year up. Thank you guys for listening in. I know. Next time you guys hear us, 2022. I know. 
And I hope everyone holds a big glass of champagne and gulps that shit down and welcomes in a new year. Yes, we hope you guys had a great year. Thank you for hanging with us. We appreciate your support and we will see you guys in the new year. Sounds good. Bye, everyone. Guys, bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of FedWork. We hope that you enjoyed it. Please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on all platforms. For any inquiries or sponsorship requests, please visit wearefedwork.com.